Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, beloved. This is Speak Life Ministry. I go tell my brother in ministry with your sister in Christ, Carlene Renee, also Rachel Renee, in the name of Jesus. Good afternoon to you. Good. I'm just excited. I'm excited. Yes, I am. I'm excited. But I'm going to get through this and evidently sir is excited too. Mm -hmm. So today is March 20th, 2022. So welcome to Speak Life. Um, I am lifting up my household. I'm lifting up your whole household. I'm lifting you up, beloved, in the name of Jesus. I am lifting up the kingdom family. Worldwide, the beloved of God, I'm lifting up the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, and worn, and even maybe withered. Lord, we pray that they pull down and pull in everything that they need. Let them get virtue out of the hem of your garment in the name of Jesus. So I am lifting up children worldwide and I am lifting up the green grass. I'm lifting up the green trees, planting good, fruitful seeds for the kingdom of God. I am lifting up the flowers, the rose and sharing the lily of the valley. I am lifting up the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. So Father, I come to you, Lord. I am just so thankful and so grateful for this day. For love, power, and a sound mind. In the name of oh, in the name of Jesus, I am lifting up, Lord God, your name so you can draw all men. I decrease to nothing so you increase, Lord God. Father, have your way. Have your way. Let your perfect will be done and said and received and heard and done. In the name of Jesus, push back everything in spiritual realms. Push back everything that would try to interfere, intervene, to block, to stagnate, to discourage. Whatever the case may be, pull it out from the root in the name of Jesus so it's no more. And I thank you. Whether every fig tree that's not producing, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. So good afternoon to you. This is the day we set aside to um, reserve our Sabbath, many, many of us, in the faith uh, so what I came to talk about today is don't give away your access key. Don't give away your access key. So I heard where it come from. I thought I was coming from one place, but as I was praying, I heard to come from another place. So God is, is leading. He's, he's Lord over my life in the name of Jesus. So don't give don't give away your access key. Don't give away your access key. Don't do it. For nothing. For nothing. Because with the access key comes everything allotted to it. Everything. The wrong connection could exempt your access. The wrong connection. That's where I thought it was coming from. But the Lord knows best. So I'm in Acts. Um, we're in the house of Acts. Okay, and I'm in chapter eight and it says and Saul was consenting until his death so Saul was consenting to the death of Stephen so I'm going into Acts uh, 7 
starting in verse 54, so we can know whose death he was consenting. And like this just, you know, I'm a Stephen. I mean, I I just love Stephen. I do. Uh, Stephen and Samson, you know, they just always do something. So I'm going to try not to cry reading uh, Stephen, okay? So it says, when they heard these... No, 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 can't start there. Okay. Um, hmm, um, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to have to... I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to start at verse 55. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus, the Lord, the word standing on the right hand of God and said, behold, I see the heavens opened and the son of man, my God, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord. They were all in agreement, okay? And cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen, calling upon God, my God, and saying, Lord Jesus, the word of God, the Lord, receive my spirit. Okay. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. So there is those that die and there are those that fall asleep. So it says, and Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Let's see the meaning of Jerusalem. Because Salem, we know, is peace. Jerusalem founded peacefully. A great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem, founded peacefully. The church that was founded peacefully. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. Everybody was scattered except the apostles. And if we go back to John and we go back into the last chapters, they were all gathered together. And then Jesus came, okay, to the apostles. The apostles were gathered together because they was afraid of the Jews. And then they were all, let's go back there. Let's go back there. Let's go there, okay? Um, I believe it's John. It's either John or Luke that says it that way. So it says it here. Um, 
and verse 19 of John 20. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. So, for fear of the Jews, okay? Um, came Jesus, the Word, the Lord, and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. So this is a command, which helped them stand in Acts 8. Peace be unto you. And when he, the word of God, the Lord Jesus, had said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. My God. Okay, Lord. Rain down, Holy Spirit, because you're about to take me on in. Then were the disciples glad. When they saw the Lord, then said the Lord Jesus, the word to them, peace be unto you. Peace be unto you in the name of Jesus. As many, no, sorry, I don't say it. As my father have sent me, have sent his word, sent the Lord Jesus, even so send I you. He's sending. And when he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, has said this, he breathed. My God, like, every time I read this part, too, I mean, my my goodness. Okay, Lord, help me. He breathed on them and said unto them, receive you. Woo, I could just cartwheel. Receive you the Holy Ghost. Receive you the Holy Ghost. You know... The one thing that I find amazing is a lot of times we're walking with Christ and we know about the Holy Ghost. We know about the Holy Spirit. And many times we think we already have him, but we don't. We don't. He might be resting upon us. We might be directed by him, but he's not yet inward. Because anytime the Lord send this word to receive, that means we don't have something yet. Because he wouldn't have to tell us to receive it. So he said, receive you. I receive it, Lord. Rain it down in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Be careful what I ask for, right? But I need the Holy Spirit. So, hey, I prefer to go through with God than to go through without God. Because it's a big difference, okay? It says, receive you the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you refrain, they are um, retain, retain, not refrain, retain. So let's go back. Um, let's go back. Let's go back to Acts. So this is what was giving them courage not to be scattered with everybody else. Because God has already came. The, Jesus has already came. And he has already told them, peace be unto you. So this week, and, and you know, with this declaration, things may come against it. But this week, peace be unto you. Peace be unto me. Peace be unto my household. 
Peace be unto your household. Let us receive the Holy Ghost. Let us, let us, let us be so into Christ that he said, okay, now you are worthy to receive the Holy Ghost. Because I'm telling you many times we think we are operating in the Holy Ghost and we're not. And when you, when you, I was, I was talking to a sister and she was, she was mentioning someone and she said, you know, they don't, you know, they, 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 uh, came to see her and she wasn't sure because they know that that person character isn't really good at all. Right. So she was concerned over the visit and she said, but you know, and we was talking, I'm like, you know, we don't know what God is doing. God is doing something. And we don't know what God is doing because it may not yet appear. And she was like, yeah, cause it could be this, it could be that. And I don't know if they receive Christ, this is what she said. I said, but one thing is for sure. It will be evident. It'll be evident. When God comes into our lives, there is evidence. He don't just, he don't just come in word. He come in deed also. It is evident. It will be evident. Now, rather, it'll be evident because Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It got to be some evidence. There is evidence when we start walking in Christ. Even if you obey, there's still evidence. There's still evidence because God has to be glorified. So there is still evidence. There's evidence. Whether it's small, whether it's instant, there's evidence. Mm -hmm. when, when many encountered Christ just one time, they was made whole. One time, they was given sight. One time, they was given a hearing. One time, they leaped. One time, there's evidence. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. There's evidence. God just gave me that. There's evidence. There's always evidence, okay? There's evidence we've crossed the path. You've been there for 38 years. Rise, take up your bed and walk. It was evident. The woman bowed over for 18 years. Woman, thou loose. It's evidence. Daughter, you've been made whole by your faith. It's evidence when we come in contact with Jesus Christ. When we come in contact with Jesus Christ, especially based on our faith, there's evidence. There's evidence. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to wonder. We don't have to try to examine. Well, say try the spirit. But there's going to be evidence. We can't hide it. We, we're... A house set on the hill cannot be here. It's not when God is in the when God is in the building, when he's in the vessel, there is evidence. That ain't my word. That's the Lord. There's evidence. And I mean, people could fake it like uh in 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 this chapter, we come across Simon, a sorcerer. There's evidence. Okay. So it says here. Verse one again. And Saul was consenting unto death. Unto his death. Unto Stephen's death. This not nice. And at that time. There was a great persecution against the church. Which was at Jerusalem. Founded on peace. 
and they all and they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. Judea, the church, and Samaria, the mixed. So it says, except the apostles. Everybody was scattered except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial. Devout men. My God. Like, not just anybody could carry Stephen. And made great lamentation over him. My Lord. Beloved. Let me, you know, your, your life will speak for you. Your life going to speak for you. What we do in Christ, out of Christ, going to speak for us. It's going to speak for us. I'm, you know. It's going to speak. It's going to speak for us. It's going to speak. It's going to speak. Because that's even evident. That is evident right there. That's evidence over Stephen. Devout men. I'm just saying. We could see all kind of stuff in this world. But you know where the presence of the Lord is. It's evident. So, that's that must be my word for, I got to remember that. That must be my word for the week. Evident, okay? Start asking for some evidence around here. As for Saul, he made Havoc of the church. So, you know, when I when I saw that this morning, it makes you think, right? As we was talking yesterday, I think it was yesterday that speak life. I have to look. But those that don't agree with nothing, they don't agree with nothing. Just in the church making havoc. It says, for and as for Saul, the person that see. You know, a lot of people look at Saul's walk in this life, right? And they almost put him on the level of Christ. Many people put Paul on the level of Christ. Not knowing that is God talking through Paul, through all of us, right? But Paul been shipwrecked. He been, and, you know, some people go down the list. There, Paul, Paul was a bad man. Yeah, on both sides. Because the, the word says, God recompense to every man according to his works. And he's no respect of persons. So a lot of the stuff Paul went through is because of what Saul did. Just like that Carly and that Rachel. I'm telling you, when you sow, when you sow bad seeds, it's going to come back. I don't care if you have the evidence and you knew, Christ, and knew in Christ. You're still going to see some of that seed that you sown. You still, you know, I you pray over your crop, whatever you want to pray over the crop. But I'm trying to tell you, it's better to produce bad seed than no seed because listen i'm not telling you to produce bad seed but when people i curse they curse i curse that crop or whatever you go ahead and do that but those that don't produce anything be cut down that's the word so it's better for your your seed okay you was you was in season sowing bad seed let that thing keep turning over turning over turning over keep keep adding new soil turning over turning over and then the more you walk in Christ, hallelujah, the closer you get, so good seeds. It's going to change. Now, you might come into a season where you still see some of those bad seeds. They still, because they was they germinated later, because it, it happens. It happens. You, you're just on this path going well. And the next thing, those old seeds trying to follow you. Mm -mm. I came to talk about don't give away. 
your access key. Okay, so we're going to keep going. All right? But that's part of that. It says, um, this is this is good, Lord. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house. Like Paul was just going around. He was just in the church just making chaos. You know the people coming to church with the vision? Just making chaos. Got people in the church scared. You're preaching about the Lord. Next thing, Saul walking. You're like, oh, Lord. Forgot all about the power. Forgot all about the power, God, because Saul walk in because all they got to do is two or three touching the grin. He'll bow down too. I mean, just touching the grin, just lay hands on the brother. I'm just saying. So it's like, um, there's some people, you know, two or three touching the grin. Even if y'all got to carry them in prayer. Y'all to turn that thing around. Y'all won't be in there being tortured by no demonic spirits and stuff. Got to turn that thing around. We got to use the power that's given to us. We got to use the key. The key of David. The access key. Okay? Which is the word of God. So it says, as for Saul, he made havoc in the church, entering into every house, and hauling men and women, committed them to prison. Now, whether it's a spiritual prison or a natural prison. Um, because in one of the churches, it is written the same thing. Uh, I think it's the church of Smyrna. I believe it's the church of Smyrna. They went through that same thing in the church of Smyrna. In the church of Smyrna. It says in verse 9, I'll start with verse 8. And unto the angel of the church of Smyrna write, These things says the first and the last, the Lord, which was dead and is alive, the Lord. I know your works and tribulation and poverty. Lord. But you are rich. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, or Christians, or, you know, believers, but are the synagogue of Satan. Like, when I got that, because I thought it was saying was of the synagogue. I'm saying this said no. No, I was saying, I thought it was, well, anyway. It says, but are. Yeah, I thought it was saying, but of the, no, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer, Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. Mm -hmm. That you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Now, what that ten days look like, I don't know. And be you faithful unto death, and I will give you a crown of life. You're like, okay, the devil, crown of life. That's it. Mm -hmm. It says, he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches, he that overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. Okay, you got me right there. We just going to have to ride through this thing right here. So, that's why, you know, even with Saul, like we we go by the letter, but God is spirit. What Jesus is saying is spirit. It's the spirit that gives life. The letter kills. Therefore, verse 4, therefore they were scattered abroad, went everywhere. no. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad went everywhere preaching the word. So, it's like you're getting kicked out of church like 2020. 
You're getting kicked out, kicked out of church where people still in 2022 won't go in. And so with that, they went abroad. He said, preach, go preach to every creature. He said, stay in the four walls for all your life. Because how are you going to preach to every creature? But, so, with the with them going to church and being persecuted, which the day is coming, um, they, instead, they went abroad preaching. All those that were scattered. They were scattered out of the church, but they were still preaching. So, if we're not in the church, what are we doing? Are we still preaching? For all those who congregations have not returned, everybody, we, we are the church, we are the church. Okay, so are you preaching? Are you preaching to every creature? Or are you going to every preacher online to hear what they got to say? Are you the one preaching? Now, listen. If you're going to be preaching, sound doctrine. Because it's scary. A lot of people preaching, but they're they not sound. Everybody ain't sound now. Everybody, everybody ain't sound. You got to study for yourself. And, 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 you know, you got to study. You got to study Jesus for yourself. You got to know that key. And he got to give you access. He got to give you permission to go preach. Everybody, it, he got to give you permission to go preach. That's all I'm going to say. Turn right to it. Look, praise the Lord. John 10, verse 1. Verily, verily, I say unto you. Verily, verily, listen, whoa, whoa, hey, listen, listen, behold, behold, whatever, however, verily, very, seriously, seriously, I say, I, the word of God, say unto you, he that enters not by the door. So if we're going out and preaching and we're not entering by the door, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, because you're a thief and a robber. That's what it says. It says, I say unto you, he that enters not by the door unto the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Verse 1, John 10. So he tells his disciples, those that have been disciplined by the word of God. Okay? Discipline, receive the key, receive, receive the commission, receive the uh, agreement, receive the bapti uh, baptism, the water and the spirit receive the word of God first receive God's call. You know, he, he is telling, he's telling go preach. That ain't God. That ain't, mm -mm. Be quick and instant in season, out of season. Second Timothy four. That's the charge, but be discipled, be disciplined, a disciplined disciple because I'm telling you, I even just yesterday, I was on here on Facebook and because, you know, I really don't know what people posted too much no more because I, I'm not really strolling like that no more. You know, I come on, do what I suppose. But um, I saw some scary stuff and these people are ordained. So I'm just like, study, study, study to show yourself. So you can be approved of God. Study to show yourself. So you can be approved of God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Because then we'll be blameless. We're not going to be blameless if we're not rightly dividing the word of truth. 
and we are not preaching what Jesus said. We are preaching some, well, I studied that, and, and, and back in that day it was this and that. God ain't even put that in his word for a reason. He didn't put that in. Because the Greek and the Hebrew say it this way, and this is the reason why they said it, because they used to go drink water from the well at 5 o'clock because I studied their history. That's not what God said, though. That's not in the word of God. God have ordained his word. And so we don't need to add to it or take away from it. We don't, we don't need to put no red and no sugar in the living water. We don't need to do that because he ain't called for no Kool-Aid. He called for some living water. That Kool-Aid going to kill you. Enough of that sugar and how, how some folks make that Kool-Aid, that stuff going to kill you. Okay? But the living water, the living word is life and life eternally and life more abundantly. In Christ Jesus. So we got to come through the door. Not through all those other means. We have to come through the call from God our Father to the Son. No man can come to the Son but from the Father. No man can know the Father, come to the Father, but through the Son. We got to go through the trilogy. We got to go through the plan of God already laid out. So, yes Lord. Okay. So, let me tell you. With your key, I, you know, I, I was, I was in this and I was just really, literally, I was just like, whoa. So we get into, we, we, in, in Acts 8, we get to meet another powerful, powerful man of God, Philip. Philip just had me like, what a wretched, cause I am, you know, I'm like, man, I, Lord, I need to grow. I'm in kindergarten around here. So it says, and then Philip went down to the city of Samaria, the mix, and preached Christ, the Lord, the word of God, unto them. Okay, okay, Philip went. Philip was preaching. Okay, cool. Philip, Philip, Philip's a preacher. Okay, play with Philip, okay? It says, and the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with loud voices came out of many that was possessed with, uh, possessed with them, and many taken with palsies and that were lame was healed. From Philip. Through, through Philip. And there was great joy in the city. City can reference a shadow of church. But there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one. Come through the door. Okay? And, and bewitching people. Okay? So... They was listening, though. To whom they all gave heed until Philip came into the place. Uh, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And to him they gave regard, because that a long time he had bewitched them with sorcery. I, I, mm, I saw some, a lot, you know,
Let me tell you. Because I have to look at this. Don't give away your access key. Okay, so Philip is powerful. Stephen went to his death crying on the Lord. Then you have Saul wreaking havoc. Now, don't give away your key, your access, right? Because in Romans, again, I was in, I'm going to read that and then I'm going to make this point. I'm going to read that. And, I, and then um, in Romans 5, therefore, my God, okay, Lord, therefore being justified, Romans 5, 1, therefore being justified by faith. That's the beginning. Therefore being justified by faith. Philip had faith. Stephen had faith. But Paul had faith in himself and faith in being a Pharisee and faith in the high priest giving him permission to cause havoc. Okay, now this was before he became Paul, but this who he was and had to be delivered. Okay, but then that Saul didn't have the same access. He had access through men, but he didn't have access through God. So Stephen and Philip had access from God and those that went forth preaching, they had access. And we have to make sure we're walking in the access that Jesus Christ had given to us. It's a key. The word of God is the key to every door. And then guess what? Faith on top of that is what turns the key to give you full access because he can give us the key. But if we don't have faith, you can have a house full of keys. Okay. But if you never use the key and put it through the lock, the door is not going to open because you don't have faith. So if we come to the word of God coming wrong, he, he already, God searches us. His eyes go to and fro. He know where we are. So if we have false keys, like Simon using sorcery, people have to do all kinds of stuff to bewitch people. But hold on. Romans 5 tells us, therefore being justified, God justified those who he foreknew. He foreknew them. So he justified by faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. So it depends on what we're hearing. People can go and listen to other people preach and teach and think that gives them the access. That don't give you the access studying what man says. Study what the word of God said. Study what the word of God and line it up, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, okay? So it says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace. There's a lot of us not walking around with no peace, and we're saying we're following Christ. Why we don't have no peace if we're following the Prince of Peace? If we're following the Prince of Peace, why we don't have no peace? Because our eyes is not on him. Our eyes is on all this other stuff. The winds, the waves, kids going crazy, husband not acting right, wife just, just doing her own thing, trying to control the house. It's, it, the dog then ran away, the cat not using the litter box, whatever the case may be. But when we keep our eyes on Jesus, he gives us peace. I've had to declare peace, not only in the out, but in the inner. Because when you realize you don't have peace, when you realize you don't have peace, because once you get into the word of God or you get around saints or you, you start to listen to sermons, you know, God to show you if you ask him, Lord, what do I look like to you? Or you, you, you look in the mirror of God's word and you see you're not looking like what he say it's supposed to be. So it says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. When we have peace with God, he'll give us his son. 
and he'll give us peace. He'll give us everything that we need, the love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, help us, the gentleness, the goodness, the faith, the meekness, and the temperance. It's his spirit. It's his spirit. And this is how you can tell when people are walking in the Holy Spirit. They don't even have love for people. There's no way we are, we saying we fill with the Holy Ghost and you don't even love your neighbor. Whether they live next door, they live across the world. It doesn't matter. Everybody's a foreigner, especially we in Christ. We all foreigners here, we, um, sojourning. So we, we, we can't even love people. They too dark, they too light, they too white, they too black, they too, when we don't, you know, uh, accent, uh, when we don't love people and we say we walk around with the Holy Ghost, we lying to ourselves. We deceiving ourselves and anybody listening to that mess because love is the first chamber of the fruit of the spirit for God. God is love. So if you, you don't even, I mean, if people don't even love the people they're going to church with, there's no way you're operating in the Holy Spirit. He even say to love your enemies. There's no way. There is no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And, and we have to make peace with God. And it comes with love. It comes with forgiveness. It comes with humility. It comes with peace with people willing to help. Yeah. Willing to go through even for somebody else. Yeah, not just wanting to people to hear and see that you you know a, a, some scripture or you 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 you've been under the word long enough that you can repeat it. No, the word comes with the spirit. It's the rod and the staff. It's not just the staff. It's the rod and the staff. This is how Philip can do what Philip did because Philip had to make that peace with God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We have to make peace with God. We have to be reconciled. We can't go preaching about God and not even reconcile with God and, and, and can't love people. We got to love people. We got to love people when they're in error. We got to love people when they're walking uprightly. I mean, I'm seeing some stuff and, and I'm like, how are you preaching? And you still doing this. And not only that, you posting it to the whole world is to show them you're still doing this. How are you teaching? How are you teaching? Who puts you there? Because no, no. It says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, if you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, if you confess Lord Jesus, if you confess Lord Jesus with your mouth and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. He has to be Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. He has to be Lord. Yes, Lord, he has to be Lord. He has to be Lord. It says, by whom also we have access. Through the Lord Jesus Christ, we get access. Your brother running the church and, and ordaining you doesn't give you access to Jesus Christ. Because you sound good, you look the part. No, David is still the shepherd. Yeah, I know Elihu or whatever the brother name was. He looked good. But he looks like a king. That's it. He looks he looks like a king. He looks the part. But he's not it. He's not it. He looks the part. But he's not it. It says here, 
And it came to pass, I'm in 1 Samuel 16, uh, verse 6. And it came to pass when they were come that he, Samuel, looked upon Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointing is, is before me. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks in the heart. So, no. Dressed up, dressed down, sound good, sound kind of, sort of. No. God has to give us the access. And when we get the access, okay, wait, hold on. By whom also we have access by faith unto this grace. Where, when, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So, okay. If you're still dealing with horoscope and, and uh, these other spirits, these sensories and, 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 and tarot cards and Ouija boards and... and and luck and and all the stuff and and witches and Wicca and 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 spiritual gurus and all this crazy mess. You're not ready. You're gonna contaminate somebody. That's dangerous. That's witchcraft. That's sorcery. That's what that is. If you worried about your zodiac, that's witchcraft and sorcery. Look at those symbols. You're not ready. Because you don't even know who your God is yet. You don't know who your God is yet. Because those are little G gods too. Those came for the soul. And many of us are calling ourselves after that. That came, that, that came for your soul. God didn't give you access to teach nobody if you're still into that. No. Magic and all that stuff. No. You got an issue. And that's giving up your access card, your access key. That's giving that up because you'll mix that. Like like Simon the Sorcerer. You'll mix it. You mix it. No, that's that's not God. That stuff ain't God. Knocking on wood, all that crazy stuff. That that ain't God. Going to the voodoo doctor or the uh whatever, opia, whatever your case may be, that's not God. No, that's sorcery. That's voodoo. That's black magic. That's all. That's darkness. You can't preach the light and you still in darkness. You can't do it. That's when we align ourselves with those things and we make those connections together, we've given up our access card. Yeah, you still might know scripture because you grew up in the church, but you're not you're not carrying that anointing. You're not carrying that word to preach to somebody. And next thing you throwing up that you you in a sorority or fraternity that's after the gods too? No. Uh-uh. You're not ready. You're not ready. If you're mixing sorority with the faith, go study that stuff. Fraternities, sororities, masons, eastern stars. You're not ready yet because you need to check their bio. Go into, go into their stuff and see what it's really saying. Put that, Put it right next to the Bible and ask God to show you. You're not ready yet. You're not ready. I've gone to churches and they have it all on the pulpit not knowing what they're doing. 
It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. You're not ready yet. Ask God. Instead of getting mad at people because of the connections you made or love, ask God. That's all you got to do. Well, they based on, ask God. We ain't even got to argue about it. Just go to God. Put that, put that right next to the Bible and ask God to show you the truth. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Nobody got to convince you. And when, when you can't do that, it's because you already know the truth. You already know the truth. And you're willing to give up your access key to God because you love this thing so much. You're not going to give it up. That's okay. You just lose access. You can get mad at the people and stone their names. It ain't going to change it. It ain't going to change it. I'm going to close with this. I'm going to close this. I'm going to close with this. I'm back in Acts 8 and verse 10. Um, no, I'm going down. Yeah, I got to start there. To whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. Of God. That's a, a lot of us is in stuff and talk about his God. It ain't God. God don't share his glory. God ain't going to share his glory with no Zodiac sign. Whether it's American Zodiac, Chinese Zodiac, it don't matter. I was into that foolishness before I learned the truth. God, no, God ain't going to do that. You doing signs and symbols all over the place. Really? Zeus and, and, and whatever the case may be. Those are Greek gods. So how God going to share, share with a Greek God? Really think about that thing. <laughs> Walk around blind if you want. Somebody that told you the truth. All you got to do is put the word by that. By, by, by whatever their little manuals. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're so high in position, we don't want to give it up. Okay, cool. You've made your choice. Because you can't serve God and mammon. Mammon is things of the world. It's not just money. It's not just money. It's anything outside of God. Okay? So it says, And to him they had regard, because that long time he had bewitched them, which a lot of people are getting bewitched, with sorceries. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus, the Lord, the word of God, they were baptized, both men and women. Then Simon himself believed also. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, holding the um, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received, because remember, Samaria is mixed. They, they, they are originally Jews, but they got mixed up by a king, and they started believing other things. So they're, they're putting, like many of us, we're putting Christian faith with all that other stuff. Sorcery, luck, uh, yoga, whatever the case may be, we got all these other things and think we're serving God. But we, many are bewitched. It says, now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who, when they uh, were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was not fallen upon them, upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name Lord Jesus then laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon saw that through laying, laying on the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money, saying, give me also this power that whomsoever I lay hands 
he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, your money perish with you because you have thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. You have neither part nor lot in this matter for your heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent, 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 repent. It's only said one time, but repent, repent, repent. Therefore, of this, your wickedness and pray God, if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiving you. For I perceive that you are in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of inequity. Then answered Simon and said, pray you to the Lord for me that none of these things which you have spoken come upon me. He have to get it out of him because he's been in it so long. Sometimes we've been in it long. We don't want to release it. But he had enough sense to know if he died like that, all this he's learned, he's separated from. So whatever that thing is that we have connected ourselves with our access key, if we die with that, even though we know about the kingdom of heaven, we won't be in there. We are here, depart from me. I never knew you. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Repent. That's what I mean. All of us daily. I repent daily. We know not. We know not what we do. As Simon, as um, Stephen said, we don't know what we're doing. Sometimes we've been training these things, and we think they're right. If we've seen it all our life, we've been speaking it all our life, we've been believing it all our life. I mean, it's a process. It's a process, but it's taking away the access of your key. We have to decide what access we want. And whose access we want to be in. Where do we want to be? Do we want to be seen seated on the right hand of the Father? In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.